Hello everyone and welcome back to A Work in Progress. My name is Tina and I am your host slash producer slash voice in your head and this is the podcast where I talk about everything that is a work in progress. History, art, music, fashion, all of that good stuff. I am currently recording this episode about a week before Valentine's Day. It might be my lonely single Pringle kind of mindset, but seeing all of these couples start planning and organizing for dates really gets on my nerves, but props to them for finding happiness in someone else. But it really does grind my gears. Like, why did we choose a random day in February to be the commercial celebration of our significant others? Anyways, that's what I'll be talking about today, the origins of Valentine's Day, and why it is the biggest scam in the history of human creation. I'm kidding about that last part. Well, not really. Let's go ahead and get started. To start today's episode, I figured we could start off understanding where the day gets its name. Who was St. Valentine and why did we name a holiday after them? The Catholic Church recognizes at least three different saints named or named like the term Valentine. Why is this the case? Why isn't there just one person named St. Valentine? Well, to understand that, it might help to give a little bit of context to the Catholic religion. Firstly, when a person is confirmed or legitimized into the Catholic religion in the eyes of the Pope and God, they usually take on a Catholic name separate from their colloquial name that they use in everyday situations. These names are usually names of past saints. Maria and Augustine are very popular saint names to take during your confirmation. Well, then how do people become saints? To become a saint in the Catholic religion, it's necessary that you first die. People who become saints are usually honored locally first for dying for the Catholic cause, for being a martyr. From then on, the quote, to be saint must be sponsored by their local congregation. And from there, they just climb the hierarchy of the Catholic religion until it reaches the position of the Pope to be officially blessed into the causes of saints. So that's how we can get multiple saints named Valentine or names similar to Valentine. The legend that is popularly told as the namesake of Valentine's Day goes something like this. So Valentine was a Catholic priest who served during the third century in Rome. At some point in this era, the emperor of Rome decided that single men made better soldiers than those with families or loved ones, so he outlawed marriage for young men in the military serving ages. Valentine, realizing the cruelty of this decree, went against this law and continued to perform marriages for young couples in secret. And when his actions were discovered, he was put on trial and executed in the name of the law. Another legend suggests that the same priest, Valentine, while he was in prison, fell in love with the jailer's daughter and sent her love letters that we now know as Valentine's cards and signed them, quote, from your Valentine, which is an expression that we still use today in popular culture. Either way, the legend of St. Valentine varies tremendously, but we still attribute Valentine's Day, the celebration, to the same idea of St. Valentine's, someone who died in the cause of love. So, why did we choose February 14th to celebrate Valentine's Day? Well, the accounts of the reasoning also varies. Some claim that Valentine's Day on February 14th commemorates the anniversary of the original St. Valentine's death. 
Others credit February 14th to be the Christianization of the pagan celebration of Lupercalia, which is a festival dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, to celebrate the harvest. Historical records suggest that February 14th was a romantic holiday long before Pope Galeasius dedicated it to St. Valentine's. During the Middle Ages in England and France, it was commonly believed that February 14th was the beginning of the birds' mating seasons, which contributes partially to the modern notion of Valentine's Day as a day for romance. The English poet Geoffrey Chaucer writes in his 1375 poem titled Parliament of Fowls that, quote, for this was saint on Saint Valentine's Day, when every fowl cometh fair to choose his mate. Okay, so February 14th has historical significance in when we celebrate Valentine's Day. But why do we continue to use February 14th as the date to celebrate Valentine's Day? After all, there are several other holidays in America that have historical significance that have been moved to different dates. For example, the historical community often credits the birth of Jesus to be occurring in the summertime, yet we celebrate the birth of Jesus, Christmas, in the wintertime. To understand this, it might help to understand how national holidays, particularly in America, come about. For a national holiday to be recognized by the federal government so that you can get days off from work, it must be confirmed by the federal government either Congress or the executive branch, the presidents, can affirm a national holiday. Oftentimes, national holidays arise from lobbying. I don't know if this is just me, but when I was younger, I found it very odd to be celebrating Columbus Day, a Spanish explorer, who stumbled upon the Caribbeans and had very little to do with the discovery of America. Columbus Day became an official national holiday in America under the presidency of Franklin Delano Roosevelt after months of lobbying from the Knights of Columbus, an international Roman Catholic fraternal society. So national holidays don't always recognize grassroots celebrations, but are most likely products of intense political lobbying. Okay, so how does the government decide which day to make a national holiday? For this, there are usually two methods that the federal government goes about deciding which day to make a holiday. For one, the day to make a holiday might be a condition within the process of lobbying for the holiday. For example, the petition to establish Lunar New Year as a federal holiday stated the specific date that Asian American groups wanted to have off. However, if the day of the holiday isn't stated within the conditions, the federal government often decides which day to have off as a matter of economic convenience. In the same act that formalized Columbus Day as a federal holiday, Congress also moved three other holidays, Washington's birthday, Memorial Day, and Veterans Day, to Mondays rather than their particular anniversaries. This was done because in terms of economic growth, it is more cost-effective to have a celebration on Monday rather than in the middle of the week. Here is where I want to include a very brief disclaimer. Valentine's Day isn't necessarily a federal holiday, as in we do not get a day off for Valentine's Day, but rather it is a national holiday, meaning that enough people celebrate it to warrant national recognition. We can attribute this popular celebration of Valentine's Day to the economy, to marketers such as Hallmark. Recognizing the niche profitability of creating Valentine's cards, commercial firms started producing formal messages or Valentine's in the mid-1800s when industrialized mass printing was available. These early cards are still recognizable to the modern market with images such as the dove 
or Cupid or flowers taking center stage on the graphics with a short love message or poem printed on the front. Soon enough, the notion of Valentine's Day caught on amongst younger groups and niche Valentine's Day companies were set up to harvest the profitability of romantic gestures. In the 1900s, we begin to see the common association of certain products with certain products to be sold on Valentine's Day. For example, the combination of teddy bears and chocolate picked up speed because Hallmark began selling them as Valentine's bundles. The notion of Valentine's products has continued to persist into the 21st century. And I think here it is important for me to note that the items that you buy on Valentine's Day are on average marked up around 20%. So you're paying 20% more for an item that you could on any other day buy for cheaper. I'm going off script here to point out that the notion of buying chocolates on a certain day to make it more romantic is very much an economic and capitalist idea made by companies so that they can earn more profits. Anyways, that's it for me. I'm going to stop myself before I say something that I regret. I hope you guys learned something new. All the resources I used to research for this episode have been linked below. Stay safe, stay curious, and this continues to be a work in progress.